Yes, yes, yes. This is Champ Franklin. Champ Franklin right here. Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections. The... Podcast, redefining the conversations around intimacy in a world where conversations are seen superficial. We dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. It's, it's a groundbreaking journey through intimacy, cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers and myths and truths, engaging with experts, sharing real life life um, words, and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about intimacy and closeness. Whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connections, or just curious about the unspoken intimacy of the human bond, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in as we run with the secrets of two truly meaningful connections, intimate discoveries, unveiling connections, where every episode is one step closer to you understanding meaningful relationships. Absolutely. We are absolutely getting it going. And thank you, everybody here um, for coming on. I am your host, Champ Franklin, and we are going live. Thank you all so much. This is amazing and i'm thankful and i'm grateful for another opportunity to bring you um intimate discoveries unveiling connections and so um you know we always have the question as to um how do we get intimacy wrong what are we doing that um that is preventing us from actually experiencing long-lasting and meaningful relationships and so again if you're interested in coming on the show um we oh my gosh this is beautiful i am like um having a great time right now i'm i I get to invite individuals to come on the show um and if they're interested in in, and having more conversation to see because again what we're going to look at tonight is the top 10 um fears frustrations and desires that um women have with men when it comes to emotional vulnerability. And so that's what we want to be able to look at. We're going to kind of go, I got a list. I got a list that we, that I did research on. And, and so, um, you, you'll be in, you'll be really, um, fascinated with this list. And again, if you want to come on to the show, you can come on the show. You can come on right live. You can show yourself strong. And we can get in, engage in the conversation because this is intimate discoveries, unveiling connections, where every episode is one step closer to you. No, this this ain't for well, this is for me, but this episode is for you too to help you to really come to a place where you experience a connection like never before. And what I've discovered um, is the formula to meaningful connection, or I should say the linchpin to meaningful connections to relationships where men um, begin to have connections like never before. Um, a lot of my clients, they walk away knowing that they are that dude 
when they go home and they're talking to their spouse or they're talking to their partner, they're like, you know what? I'm I, I have the confidence um, that I gotten from Franklin um, that I am that dude. I am the guy who can be there for you. I am the guy who can um, provide that safe space for you. I am that guy. And so you want to um, make sure that you're available. Come on to the onto the show, ask questions, um, and we'll we'll see what we can do. Like I said, because I want you to be a part of the discussion, right? And so again, so let's look at here. Let's look at a few things, right? I've sent um, a couple people an invitation, so they may come, they may come, they may or may not come, but it's all right. But we're gonna be here. And so what we're looking at right now, the top ten. Um, let me see here. The top 10 frustrations, fears, and desires that women may experience with men and emotional connections. And so I'm, we're going to go down to number 10, right? Number 10. Um, and look at that from that perspective, right? And so one of the frustrations that um, women have with men is incompatibility in long-term goals when it comes to emotional um, connections, right? Um, these are some of their frustrations that, you know, our long-term goals are incompatible. And I'm, I'm trying to, to dissect that one because I'm, when, when I look at the incompatibility and in long-term goals, um, that's robbing you, robbing the woman of an, an opportunity um, to really be, to provide a safe space for a man. Because if you're frustrated with your partner and, and when it comes to incompatibility and long-term goals, um, it, it's, it's, I think this is an, an intimacy, a, a vulnerability robber, um, simply because um, you don't know what's going to change tomorrow. You have no idea. You have no idea what revelation that that person may get that will help you achieve your long-term goal, right? So, so we're not, you know, he's maybe happy with, who he is and where life has taken him. And so when it comes to long-term goals, yes, there, there'll be some financial things that we want to look at. You want to make sure you have things in place, right? Um, however, being frustrated with a partner um, regarding the incompatibility of long-term goals, which you're talking about, watch this. You're talking about a long-term goal, which is five to 10 years from now, right? And you're sitting here frustrated about something that may not even happen 10 years from now, right? Something may come up and, and you can't be available for your partner right now because you're frustrated about a long-term goal that is five to 10 years away. And you're saying, you're saying that, ooh, that's just judgmental, right? You're saying that that your long-term goal is incompatible with my long-term goal. And so we want to um, 
We really want to take the time to think about that. Why are you frustrated? Why are women frustrated about something that will never happen, right? See, the thing is that 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 the the person who determines whether the goal is compatible is you. So you have determined that what his goal, what his long-term goals are, are incompatible with yours. Not realizing that while he's achieving his long-term goals, he is still having the ability to provide a safe space for you. He is still uh, able to make sure that, um, that you are heard. He is still able to be there for you in your most vulnerable moments. He still can be there for you to support you on your accomplishments, right? So we want to be careful with that. We want to be careful on how we um, get to a space where, um, where, we're, where we're feeling that we're incompatible with um oh my gosh my man dorian is coming on board oh my gosh come on dorian unmute you right now dorian are you there yeah i'm here brother i'm here brother oh my gosh <laughs> look out <laughs> round two bro round two we are live and direct man oh my gosh what's going on with you oh bless brother man it's uh it's been it's been a, a very very emotional roller coaster as far as work has been um, been facing a lot of lot of challenges uh, just and really actually good challenges expanding expanding my mind on knowing how to deal with stress but uh, my man how's you going how how you doing brother man it's going absolutely fantastic but let me let me the thing is for me we can also take this moment. Um, because Dorian is is a, is a um, young, motivated husband, father, um, doing great stuff, um, and he's on his journey. And so, what I'm looking at is, you just told me that, um, you know, you're getting having a little stress about work and stuff like that, right? And so, um, if you can dive in a little bit about that, um, if you want help um or my my you want one of my answers right um i can share with you some of my answers and if they work for you then you can have them yeah yeah no i right? can definitely share uh okay. yeah so um i've been i've been uh dealing with a customer so i don't know if i ever share but i'm an international salesman so okay. i handle uh i handle all international shipments coming from ports, um, from foreign countries mm -hmm. being shipped into the U.S. or exports, anything that is coming out of the U.S. going to uh, a different a different country. Got it. Logistics. Um, yeah, the logistics. Um, mm -hmm. And I have I have this customer that's been a it's been it's been kind of tough. Uh, they have a shipment that's in China. Um, and I don't know if you know, but there's a around this time every year mm -hmm. they do a chinese new year right. um, well they pretty much take all take all the workers and they take off like three weeks um mm -hmm. just to give their just to give everybody a break 
Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, um, production on the on the shipper side in Vietnam, um, his team was was really pushing and putting off production until now. Be- and now everybody's kind of like, go, 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 go. But however, TQL, my company, has a policy that we have to follow, which is mm-hmm. which there's paperwork involved. And whenever we don't have the right people uh, on file for things, right. that can that can you know slow down the process. So, long story short, I have been literally since probably Tuesday. I've been every day um, from sunup to sundown, having to kind of just deal with the issues that are coming along with that. Um, and mm-hmm. really, really, there's not much that I can do um, as far as speeding up the process for my company because right. we have to have all proper paperwork involved. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So um, what I am hearing um, is that there are things that are happening outside of your control. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and you're doing damage control on both the in Vietnam and China and your customer. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. And so um, and in this and, and sometimes it causes a little bit of stress because you got to go email and follow up and all this other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, what I would say um, is do not deviate from the process. Absolutely. Do not deviate from the process. Um, do not um, try and get creative in these situations. Right. right. And what, what do I mean by that? Right. Let me see if I can and if I can change this or fix this or change, you know, whatever, you know, maybe if I can call this person. Um, if, if you have a back door to, to, to help that, that that can speed stuff up, then by means do that um, because you want to make sure that the customer is taken care of. At the same time, this is the whole China. So right. what I what I would do is I, I, I you know just commun- just follow up continuously, following up with the with the with your customers and hey, I'm still tracking. I've been in contact with these individuals are right here. We know that we got two or three days. Um, before the holiday is over and um, we'll <clears throat> and I'll keep you posted to make sure that everybody is tracking mm-hmm. and, and, and huh and 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 that that's literally well that's that's literally been my thing is uh that's that's what as far as as far as on TQL on my company side um mm-hmm. we have so many we have so much proof behind because i have followed up in emails i have the calls uh the calls to to show that i am constantly keeping the customer i'm mm-hmm. i'm getting updates from the shipper right. um, i and i am in constant update with them um immediately from uh the first email that they send i am i am responding I am answering, right. and if I don't have the answer, I'm letting them know I'm reaching out to my supervisor, get the right. answer, and give this it right back to job, them. Man. Good job, man. You, you, that, that is absolutely phenomenal, man. You're doing a great job. Um, when what I heard is not being the senior person with the secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you understand what that means? Yeah, like not, like not hiding, not hiding or running away from running away from the conflict, but just being open and honest. That from regardless of how painful it may be to have to tell 
you know, tell the truth, honestly. Absolutely. And and so not being the senior person with the secret, if let's say we know that the shipment is is going to be late, right? And you know today and you're waiting, you're hoping that it's going to be done on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know on Tuesday that it is going it's a possibility that it's going to happen on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now you're keeping a secret from your boss um because it really is going to land on Saturday, which he's going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so but you're hoping that, okay, on Friday, you know, it hopefully it'll get here by Friday afternoon, right? Yeah. And that's being the senior person with the secret because you had the secret two, three days ago, but you didn't tell them. You didn't keep them informed of what was going on. Now, if it came in, if it comes in on Friday, oh, bless God. Right, but I, I told him what the expectation was, and I, I said, and I hear that 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 you, in your tone, and I, it, it, things that you, that you're doing a great job, man, and I'm I'm, I'm extremely proud of you, man. Thank I'm you, I appreciate that. You. Um, so let me see what I'm looking at. Tell me, um, things with me are going well. Um, I'm I'm out now, I'm pushing out to um, the high schools. And and getting ready, getting more locked in with their speaking engagements and stuff like that. Um, and so, um, and, and I'm doing I'm doing excellent. I'm very proud of myself um, for staying committed to the podcast. This is episode twenty, right? Yeah, <laughs> come on, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we got episode twenty right here. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. You can stop. Cut out all that crap. Amen. Yes. No, but, but listen. So, so what we wanted to talk about today um, was we're looking at the top ten frustrations, right? Mm-hmm. Top ten frustrations, fears, and desires that women experience with men and emotional connections, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm on the top, on down at number ten. Um, the one of the frustrations that women have is um, incompatibility in long term goals. So we're looking at long term goals, and your long term goals are not meeting up with my long term goals. They're they're not aligning up. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you see that, or what? Or how would you handle something like this? Um, well, knowing knowing from what I know now, um, I would say, especially if she's expressing that when we're realizing that both of our long term goals look completely different from each other, um, I wanna I wanna know from her side, um what is it that first of all like how can we how can we find a way to you know accept that it's okay it's okay for us not necessarily everything we do in life looks exactly the same like you're a human being and you have you have goals and dreams that you have that you want to do and as a man it's my job it's my job to not just say well screw your dreams. It's about mine. Let's just do what we, what I got to do. Um, it's about also trying to figure out how to make her dreams become a reality. And we, instead of 
fighting each other, we learn how to connect with with each other on, okay, so how can we make that a reality for you? And not just me focusing on my goals, but also showing her that I value her goals as well. Okay. So so when when we talk about incompatib- incompatibility, right? We're talking, you know, if you look at um uh a an Asian plug, right? <laughs> with an American plug, right? Those are incompatible um plugs, right? Mm-hmm. Because the 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 frequency or the hertz um are are different in the US 120 and then I think they have 250 240 I think in Japan. And mm-hmm. so the plugs are different, right? And so right. they're incompatible. Right? Right. So looking at long-term goals and being incompatible, I, th- I think another way to approach this would be to um, ask her, are your goals more important than my goals? Yeah, that's a great question. Right? Because if, if, if you, if let, let's say that we make sure that your goals are, are achieved, right? The long-term goals that you have are achieved. Mm-hmm. Be happy with that? Oh, no question. I think anybody would. Right, but 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 that's what I'm saying. That's but 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 the thing is, we gotta re- we gotta eliminate or reduce this frustration that she is having right now. <clears throat> um, and, and but but you gotta you you gotta come up with the with the solution. Mm-hmm. You gotta come up with the, with the way in which you know because we're now we're back down here in this safe zone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to help her to feel safe. Yep. And in this particular place, right? Um, and when you're able to help her to feel safe, you know what happens, don't you? Oh, absolutely. You, you begin to help her to feel a sense of loving and belonging. Mm-hmm. Right? Which, because the mission, mission here, so the other, we got the frustration and then the fear is a diverging path and incompatibility in the future, right? So what 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 their fear is, right? So their fear is um, they're fearful that down the road, ten years down the road, that our paths are going to diverge and we're going to grow apart, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, the thing that we want to, and their desire, what they what they what they truly want is alignment and long term goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. And so the fears and 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 frustrations are, are are really hiding that person that 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 space of vulnerability where they can just say, "Hey, baby, I just want I just want to make sure that that we are in an alignment mm-hmm. that my 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 goals you know again it's not like they're they're side by side right 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 that they're in in alignment. Right, so here we are trying to make we're trying to work on compatibility when we truly need just to be in alignment. Like my goal is right behind your goal, and my goal is lined up with your goals, right? Right. But 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 you see where that where that that providing that safe space for her could could then foster that her to be able to to really say, maybe I just want them to be in alignment. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, 
I mean, for anybody, you know, um, I think the conversation that I've had with my with my sponsor is that we aren't we can't control we can't control what another person, especially as a woman, there there's there's not we can be doing our at least feeling hold like on, we're doing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have I have a VIP on on my Facebook page. I would just want to give a shout out to okay, um, Captain Captain Roger Clayton Clayton retired um, naval officer right here. So captain's on board. You got it. Oh man, thank you for serving our country. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We still always attention on deck. Always, always, always. So, <laughs> so right now we're we're in our podcast. We're doing our thing, and just want to say thank you um, for for stopping in. Um, we really do appreciate it. And so, intimate discoveries um, is intimate discoveries unveiling connection is the podcast read this read podcast that's redefining a conversation around intimacy, and we're helping men. Um, to and couples, individuals, to be able to understand the importance of providing that safe space for your partner, and that the when we looked at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, where we know that men are programmed to being providers and protectors, what we have found out is that there is more to a man than just being a provider and protector. He also have feelings. He also have emotions, and he also have the the need to feel a sense of loving and belonging. And he needs a safe space where he can be vulnerable, and be able to tell those truths and share those those fears, frustrations, and things of that nature, and past you know wherever he's feeling and triggers and stuff like that. And so that's why we have this podcast now, um, because I was when I went, I'm now divorced, and when I look back through my marriage and I discovered that what I did not have was a safe space. At the same time, I believed that I was winning and most, and she couldn't get to me because I'm, I'm focused. I'm thinking that I'm, I'm winning. I'm doing great stuff. I'm did, did done tours on, on the ship. I've gone from E1 to O4 and, and things are just going well. Black guy with two masters degrees. That's like big time. Right. And so, um, but I, I, I found out that I was missing this component where I could speak my truth and my truth be okay. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had that. And so I want to make sure that men coming behind me now understand the importance that you have to have a space that your partner needs to be able to provide to you where you can feel safe and tell your truth and your truth be okay. And then on the reciprocity part, on the reciprocal part, that you have to provide a safe space for your partner, your wife, your girlfriend, your children, provide that safe space for them so that they can actually feel a sense of loving and belonging. And in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's physiological needs, safety need, and then the feeling of loving and belonging. And you cannot skip the safety need. And and that's why we have this podcast to understand that vulnerability is the birthplace for intimate connections. 
And when you cannot be vulnerable, you cannot have an intimate connection. And so I got my 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 guy on here, um, who's um, doing great work. Um, he's a young young man um, who's on, on the show today, and I'm um, sharing his journey and getting nuggets um, from from me and learning more about intimacy. And so we'll continue on um, with the discussion. If you want to chime in, you have a question, we can pop it in. Um, but definitely want to say thank you, sir, for, for coming in. Um, and 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 we're we're great. And so going back to to um going back to you, man. Um let oh, me yeah. Yeah, going back to you. Absolutely. Yeah, so um so one one of the things that uh since you brought this in and you were talking kind of explaining that is that I think we talked about this before was that as men we have to when we when we're quiet about like you know i've learned i've learned over the years i'm be honest i can't i can't talk like i'm like i've got 20 years of experience in this but what i'm learning now i can i can share because i'm starting to see the progress mm -hmm. is knowing how to properly articulate my emotions and what it is that i that i need and what it is that i want and not making it come out in a way of that i am like this 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 giant you know this giant monster that's just home like ho hovering over my wife and so when we're talking about the, the decision of well her goals versus your goals and the long-term goals is that understanding that we both i feel like in my in my in my understanding is that we have to be a team and asking each other because obviously yes 10 years down the line nobody knows what life is going to be like and i can't spend i can't allow 10 years from now to dictate like as far as positivity on what our marriage is going to look like and so i can't i can't speak to the 10-year version of dorian i can envision it but i still have to do the work and so I should be, I should be making my wife feel comfortable by asking her, well, okay, if those are your long-term goals, are you feel that I don't know where our marriage is going to be in the next 10 years? Um, listening, listening to her, her emotions and how she feels about things. It's probably an indicator that, I mean, if she says 10 years from down the line, I don't know if our marriage is going to be where it needs to be. Um, cause I ignored, I ignored those, those signs when, you know, my wife, my wife was telling me, you know, I feel like, you know, there's times you don't allow me to share things or you're suppressed, mm -hmm. you know, you would, when you're angry and upset, you withdraw from everybody. And then when I'm trying to talk to you about something, you get angry. Right. And it wasn't even my anger. Most of the time wasn't even because of her, you know, it was because of something that happened at work or I was mad at this person. And right. so she's seeing the, the the pattern and when it's happening over and over and she's went years and years of going through this, she's like, I don't know if we're going to be together that long. But when I, I had to take the, the, the mindset of if I want change, I'm going to have to stop doing things the way that I'm doing them now. And it was as simple as for me was just asking her, okay, what is it that you need from me? 
Uh -huh. And then started realizing the things that I needed to change in myself and not just for the better of her, but for the better of myself. Right. So, so let me, let me, um, so on my refrigerator, I have, well, I have a feelings wheel. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you were talking about you being mad, right? Oh yeah. When you're, when you're mad, um, you take it out or you go and withdraw from people and you're not, you know, you're not available, right? Mm -hmm. Emotionally, right? And so what I want you to do, I want you to get this feelings wheel because there I are have one now. Oh, you have one now? You download it? Oh my God, I'm, I'm absolutely proud of you, man. Thank you. So now when you look at mad, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to go further and say, you know what? I'm just irritated or I'm just skeptical or I'm frustrated. Maybe I ain't mad. I'm, I'm just frustrated. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you don't, you, 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 cause she know what the, the mad behavior looks like. She know what happens when you get mad and you're mm -hmm. like, baby, I'm no longer, I'm not mad right now. And so now you can change your approach. Right. Yep. Right. So, so now that you're not mad, you can now, you can still be, be jealous of that situation. Right. Or you can be selfish or you can be frustrated with that situation, but you can allow that to process out. Right. Yep. And then, and then she give you a safe space for you to process that frustration, that selfish, or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. And then now that is gone, right? Yeah. Because I go ahead. Because I because I was easy, and and one of the things that I've done, like just in my self inventory, that I've realized, I've always been very good at creating a space for her. So if she, for instance, if she expressed to me that, you know, I don't feel like my voice is being heard, which there, that a few years ago, mm -hmm. that, was her, that was her conversation. For some mm -hmm. reason, it was easy to just go, okay, make the adjustment. And I'd make the adjustment. I start studying why am I, why am I not listening to her? What is causing me not to listen to her? And it was easy to make those adjustments, but I was taught that it wasn't okay to cry. It wasn't okay to, it wasn't okay to talk about your problems because that's not, that's not man-like. So mm -hmm. it's that natural, it's that natural thing as a man to just bottle all of it down. And then when the time is right, because of the people you love, even though you unintentionally don't want, you don't want to do it to them, but you do it anyways, because Right. The inner, you did. We don't. We don't know how to properly articulate our emotions. I know I didn't. I'm. I'm still. That's. This is a practice. This is something that I'm having to actively, like the other right. day, talking to my wife about about how how stressed I was about work, and mm -hmm. I was stuttering. I was stuttering all over the place because I never had to use that muscle. I never. When I came home, she's like, you know, how was your day? And usually I come in and say, like, oh, it was fine. And my daughter wants to run up to me and play with me. And then all of a sudden I just blow up. But mm -hmm. in this time, I was like, came home, I grabbed my daughter and I embraced, I embraced the love. And she was like, you okay? How like, like you're all right. And I could, I couldn't even get a word out because I was having a hard time articulating my emotions because mm -hmm. that's not a muscle that I've used. Because again, you open up about, your situation or anything, they're going to, you feel like she's going to see you as weak or the world's going to see you as a weak man. So just keep your mouth closed and just, just deal with it on your own right. kind of right. thing. So, so let's, let's, I'm, I'm going to back up, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna the first part I'm gonna back up with is um being able to separate what happens at work from the story that you tell about what happens at work. Mm-hmm. Because if what happened at work happened, right? You don't have to come home with the stories about what happened. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do you understand what, I'm, what I mean by that? So let me clarify. So even if even if it's something that is still affecting you, you're supposed to just let that. I'm just trying to make sure I'm understanding. You just let that supposed to reside and deal with it and, and solve that at work. No, you, you accept that what happened at work happened. Right. right right and now because because now when you're able to separate the story that you're saying about what happened mm-hmm. that 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 story that you're saying about what happened is creating this feeling in you about yeah. what happened that that is already it's over right it's already over nothing you can do about it right so when i come home right I'm not going to tell the story about what happened in a way that affects me that I'm that I'm now frustrated and I can still I can't I can't collect a unique moment with my with my daughter I can't con- collect a unique moment with my spouse right 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 because I'm still saying these stories yep that that's in, that that you can't really control right yep. And, and 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 then here's the, here's the other part, right? That I really want you to be able to do because this is going to prepare you down the road. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you, this is like one of the best experiences I've ever I, I begin to have now, right? That I didn't know existed, right? So when you get the feelings wheel, right, and you're like frustrated or whatever, and you take the feelings wheel, and you're like, you know, I'm not, you know, I I, I put this experience in the wrong folder. Yep. Yeah. Right. I, I I put this in the mad folder, and and actually, the, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm scared that my job. I'm gonna lose my job. Da, 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 whatever it is, right? Yeah. So now you have properly assigned that experience, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And now you have a moment that you can connect when your daughter comes to you. In a moment that she's feeling discouraged, right? Because you sat down today and properly assigned this experience to discouraged. Yep. Right? Because again, you you again looking at the thing from China, right? And China, um, their holidays and stuff like that, and you're thinking that you you're not feeling as positive that because the the um the the shipment is going to happen on time so you're feeling discouraged right yeah right that is that you're going to miss something right but now because you align this moment with being discouraged instead of in the in the sad folder right in the sad files right yep now you have that moment right where you're expanding your emotional vocabulary yeah you're expanding your emotional vocabulary. And now when you provide that safe space for your wife, 
when you provide that safe space for your daughter, when you provide a safe space for your friend, right? Mm -hmm. And you're able to connect. <laughs> Come on. Oh my gosh. I'm talking about this is, I can say for me, I, I didn't, I didn't start living right until I expanded my emotional vocabulary because now I can, I can be on the phone with somebody and I can, I can hear them saying that they're feeling this or they're, and then all of a sudden I get an internal connection Yo. that is so profound that, that causes you to be supportive. Yep. It causes you to be supportive and encouraging to that person to let them know that you can get through this. I'm here to help you if you have any questions. Da, 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 da. And then yep. you walk away like, oh my gosh. Right. I, I did that and that exact same scenario. I had a I had a situation you, with mm -hmm. my with my brother. Um, you know, we were kind of me and him had kind of took a separation for a while um, because we were kind of going on two different journeys for a little bit. And we came back together and we were talking and this was this was about how each how we felt about what was going on and how everything had happened when I had mentioned about my whole my whole choices with with stepping out of my marriage and all mm -hmm. that stuff and how he felt about it and he had realized what was crazy for him is like after talking with me he was like man i don't know what it is about you but like it's almost like you like you are in tune with who you are as a person like i've never like i haven't seen that and i was telling him because he was acting when he was talking to me he was talking to me out of anger and mm. out of frustration and all of that and i was like for me i was like man i yeah and man i am so sorry that i that i did not listen mm. to and i was speaking directly to that situation so i wasn't the old me would go well he matched an anger issue so i'm just gonna match the same thing and it was it had nothing to do with that because now i have the emotional intelligence at least at that level to be able to process that situation along with him and he felt so much better that he had a safe space to mm, express yeah. his emotions and not me start defending myself and feeling like i got to defend what i did and defend this it was like no i have the i have the emotional capacity now to deal yes you are frustrating you ain't you're angry and i i i have the capacity now to be able to sit here and allow you the space to express whatever it is, as long as, you don't, long as you're not calling me out of my name, right. but express how frustrated you are. Mm -hmm. And when you're done talking, I just go in a soft voice going, man, I'm so sorry, man. I apologize mm -hmm. that I did not listen or did not adhere to how you were feeling in that moment. I chose my, I chose my way because of whatever A, B, or C. And so we were able to do that all right. because now I'm learning how to articulate my emotions and not just look at it when somebody's addressing you about something. Yeah, come on.
uh, addressing me about something. And thank you, man. I'm just, I'm just giving you claps and applaud, applauding you for, for your journey and your strength. Um, I'm exceedingly proud of you, and I think you can probably um, sense that I'm, I'm a little melancholy now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that I'm feeling this way is, um, I just been blessed. I've been, I've been blessed. Um, by a comment, um, um, by a comment from from the captain, it says, "I'm proud of you." And I, I remember there was a moment when those words weren't were far from him. Mm. And he says, "I'm proud of you." And to hear that, to see that, documented from him. Um, is 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 releasing? Is refreshing? It's it is um, it's freeing. Yeah, because he was one guy. He was a person on 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 my job that that I I, I wanted to to you know emulate. He's some a guy that I looked up to who achieved. Um, a, a rank that a lot of African American men don't make it, right? Yeah. And he was he was a, a, a very fine officer, gentleman, leader. Um, he he was he was that and wise, right? Yeah. Um, at the same time, I was young, um, young lieutenant, junior grade, um, young lieutenant, um, who um, found himself in a unique situation. And I didn't know how to navigate through that. But now I'm here, pushed through, and this is part of my story of being resilient um, and and really learning. So um, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. All right. So we looked at um, anything else. No, 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 no. I think I think we good on we good on that on that particular oh, particular situation. Right, right, right. And so being able to align um, those dreams, and again, the, the part that we have to be able to look at is how do we keep the conversation with where we are right now? And what's our next move that keeps us together, right? Yeah. That you can, that we can keep those lines of communication open, right? Yep. And so um, I think you know talking about that closes that in and brings that to um, to a good part. And so we're going from number ten to number nine, right? About a frustration, right? Frustration and fear, right? And one of the frustrations that women have with men when it comes to emotional um, connections is their partner's lack of effort in maintaining intimacy, right? That's their frustration. And then their fear is diminishing intimacy over time. That over time, that their intimacy or sexual intimacy in this particular case um, diminishes over time. And so what what do you what what feedback or what idea do you think about when you when you hear that your partner can be frustrated with your lack of intimacy? Or your effort. 
this one's still this one's still still fresh for me. Uh, so it it brings up and it brings up sadness for me because um, for a long time, man, and and I wouldn't even say I, I wouldn't even say that our intimacy our intimacy could be definitely be better um, mm-hmm. because I'm coming from a place of I done so much wrong and now. I don't want to do anything that will jeopardize her. Almost put myself in a box to where I'm trying to be perfect. I don't want to upset her. I don't want to do any of that. But because I'm holding on to this level of perfection, mm-hmm. um, it it really started to kind of like put us in a space of where, you know, we'd be we're sitting on the couch and like. We're both sitting on two different sides of the couch. Now, mm. keep in mind, we have a big couch, but I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind. I pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure she may or may not be thinking about it in her mind. Mm. But I know in my mind, I'm thinking, why is she always over there? Why? No, I'm no. In my mind, I'm like, why am I way over here and she's way right. over there? Right, right, right. And I'm right. like, I have to, I have to force myself to put myself in a situation where I move closer to her and right. I see even if it's not a even even if it's a small touch mm-hmm. or just legitimately sitting on the side of her like yeah I would love mm-hmm. to kick my legs up like she's kicking her legs up mm-hmm. and I don't want to just have my feet on the floor but mm-hmm. however I need to be close to my wife and it's been those small increments like that that I've realized that I'm just being real. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it literally, legitimately arouses the both of us because I'm around. I'm close to you. You feel, and you get a chance to feel my heartbeat. You get mm-hmm. a chance to feel, to feel where I am. And for so many years, I used to want to stay far away because I wasn't doing the right things. I was right. doing making bad choices, mm-hmm. and so if she got too close. She could hear how my heartbeat was beating, and she could be like, "Something ain't right." Mm-hmm. Okay, yo, you got an irregular heartbeat going on. You, you come from one moment you was cool, <laughs> yeah. and then the next minute your heart, right. your heart get to beating too fast. So, man, I I would say that this is something that I'm still learning how to practice and and putting in into practice of taking that time that extra minute in the morning mm-hmm. and instead of just jumping out of the bed like i'm hey babe like i'm going to do my i'm going to spend time with god doing all these things and she's very gra- glad for that but mm-hmm. taking the time to to rub her back and saying hey babe I'm, I'm about to get ready to get up here in just a little bit i just want to acknowledge you that i'm still in the bed and those little things like that make her she's telling me those things make me feel make me feel mm. like i'm the biggest i'm the biggest part of your world right yeah absolutely and and those things those things are are really important um what about when it comes to like asking her if there's anything you want to share yeah that so the last conversation we had on that it it made me kind of kind of pay attention to that more Mm -hmm. um and we had a situation that came up like that um which was actually last wednesday so she goes we're both in like celebrate recovery um Mm -hmm. 
And so she does her what we call 12 step program on Wednesdays. So I was I came home and I mean, immediately when I came home, like my daughter was like my daughter must have like just recently did something. Um, And so I came home, my daughter ran up to me. But like you could just like feel I'm like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daughter's happy. I like I'm I know she's happy, but she comes out of she comes out of the room and has this like I'm ready to blow the world up face on her, you know, mm-hmm. on on her. And so I, you know, I don't I don't like push myself on her, but you know, and I I, I let her sit down and I, you know, I gave her a kiss and I said, uh, hey babe, uh just Check in, check in, see how how was your day? And she was like, Oh, it was good. And I was like, I said, Okay, well, well, how how you feeling? And she was like, I'm good. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, so how are you feeling mentally and emotionally right now? Mm-hmm. Right. And when I said that, she was like, I'm just upset because every, I mean, I mean, immediately right. was like, I'm just upset because. Everly, I don't remember exactly what she did. My daughter had done something and mm-hmm. it made her mad. Um, but it but it took a it took a minute and I just told her, I said, Well, okay. I was like, hey, well, I know you may not want to talk about it right now, and that's fine. But hey, when you re- when you're ready to talk, I you got my undivided attention. I don't care mm-hmm. what it is that I'm doing, just say, Hey, right. babe, I'm ready to share. And that was when she just spilled the whole thing. And so just just saying to that point is asking her, but not over like overly asking. It's like ask that one time, like, hey, mm-hmm. are you okay? How you doing emotional? How you doing? Okay, well, if everything's cool, if everything's okay, then I'm gonna go back to right. me and my daughter running around the house. Right. And, Absolutely. And when you say, Absolutely. Okay, babe, yeah, I'm ready to talk. Okay, Evie. Hey, look, mommy needs to mommy needs to talk to daddy. Let's calm down. Let's mm-hmm. let's see what mommy needs to talk about. You know, right. so yeah, and and that's a learned behavior. You, it's that, tough. It is that is a learned behavior because it goes against everything that you've been taught about taking care of your spouse. Yeah, right. And so, um, the other tool that we talked about was, you know, are you in your best space? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so when she like, I'm good. Well, are you in your best space? Mhm. How what is there anything I can do to get you to your best space? Mhm. Right? And, and and creating those moments, right? Um I had a friend um who was sick over the last week, right? And was still sick today. And I'm like, "Hey, is it, you know, is there anything I can do?" "Oh, no, no, Frank, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do." I'm like, "Is there anything I can do to get you to your best space?" They were like, no, not really, no. I said, you know what? What about some soup? I can get you some soup, right? (laughs) (laughs) So DoorDash was there, right? Yeah. And, you know, hey, you got some soup coming. And they were like, oh, my God, Frank, thank you so much. This is like, oh, my gosh. This just brought a smile to my face. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that was cool. That was then, and that, but that was collecting that unique moment. And, and I and I, I'm just thankful that I now <clears throat> am able to also not only have the 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 kindness that 
I ex- I ex- extend right, mm-hmm. but also having that emotional connection. Yeah, that comes with that experience. Yeah, that's good, and and that's the dopeness that I want I want you to have, and continue to experience, and so. Um, so yeah, so we we talked about now. Let's just we're gonna stop it. Um, uh, what did we see num- at number nine, right? Yeah, because it because again the 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 fear of diminishing um, intimacy over time, and so the desire that is being hitting um, is that. They want consistent effort and maintain to maintain intimacy, and so that's that. Um, that's that seeking your partner's unique intimate expression. Yeah. So as it goes deeper, um, you begin to continue to be fantas- you know, fascinated about her unique intimate expression. Right. Right. And, and 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 the other part is, um, let's say that um, you you begin to let today we're gonna do discovery. Yeah. Right. And you got I know you got fourteen arousal zones. Let's see how those work. Right. Yeah. Let's see how you feel. You know, again when I touch your back. But the thing is that that you have to be close to the dean's list on your assignments. Yeah. Complete right? assignments. You had you had to complete those assignments because if you got you got incomplete work that isn't because again you, that isn't done at home and so when you go to work all of the things you turn into your boss is exactly what they want. Mhm. Right? But then when you get home you do half work. Or we do have work, and they're supposed to just just suck it up, and 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 that's something that we could we could do better in, um, because agree. when you have have a have a at, at least got to get a B, man. At least get on the B honor roll. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But just with two things on your list, because again, we're we're not per, we're not aiming for perfection. Right. Um, but we can you can at least get to 90%. Right. Right. And 90% means that you have one thing on your list. And it shouldn't take you, this elite guy, more than one hour to close out what she need done. Yeah. It's something you can do if you take your 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 um your great idea out of the equation. And get the assignment done the way it's required. They'll be happy to see you. Yeah. And you you'll become what we call a high reliable partner. Yeah. Right. No. Yep. Not just being a reliable. You know, you you come through at ten o'clock. No, I want I want to know that you are a high reliable partner. That I know that you're coming down the street. Um, at at seventy four at, at at forty four miles an hour, yeah. And the speed limit is is forty five. That you're you're coming in. I don't have to be concerned about you going off the, off off of the off of you know what we're looking at or, or off the path. Yep, speeding and all that. Speeding and all of that, getting us you know absolutely. 
And that's what we're that's what we're trying to get to. And this is if once you understand this part, right? Where and again, it's remember intimacy. Let's make sure we get the definition of intimacy on here. Intimacy is defined as a level of commitment, positive, affective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experience with a partner in a reciprocal relationship. Yep. There are four types of intimacy, cognitive intimacy, which is just sharing thoughts one with another. Emotional intimacy is sharing feelings and emotion, which is rooted in, in self-disclosure. And then there's sexual intimacy, which is being attracted to someone and choosing to share your body in the form of affection and sexual activities. And then there's spiritual intimacy, which is just sharing um, thoughts about religion and morality. And we know in all four of those levels of intimacy, that vulnerability is the birthplace where that occurs. And if your partner can't be vulnerable, right? And one if they can't be vulnerable, then they can't, you can't have an intimate exchange. You can't have a reciprocal exchange. And um, and it's important for us to understand that. And That's so true. go ahead. What do you say? If I if I could if I could say and and I think you you we said this last week we we have to in order to even even start being able to start understanding how this works is that you have to be able to have at least starting the journey of learning about emotional like like having emotional like building your emotional capacity emotional intelligence because if not I feel like, especially the old me, like, yes, I, I worked hard. Yes, I spent time and I and I growed, um, you know, all that stuff. I was still growing as a person, even when I was making bad decisions, but mm -hmm. I wasn't growing in the right directions. It was like being a shot. I, I, was, I was shooting with a shotgun instead of being a sniper. And when I started realizing that, OK, so your your expansion is way too broad it is time for you to learn how to become more strategic on the areas that you need to grow on. And that thing was, is every time I looked around was my emotional, like my emotional connection with myself mm -hmm. and how I feel about things. And because going, going to my wife and she, like I said, anytime she'd say anything to me, you know, I'd get on it immediately. But then right. when someone would ask me, hey, Dory, like, you're a great, great husband, man. You're a great, you know, great father, all those great things. So what do you want in life? And I would go, you know, uh, you know, man, just want to see my to see my family grow. You know, I, I would I would deflect back off of me instead right. of saying, like, I don't know. I don't really right. know what I want, which is those are the things of the start of mm -hmm. being able to connect with yourself internally. Because if you keep going around and making everybody think that you're just this, you're just this monster of a man that could just conquer everything. But then when you come home, you're scared to look at your own shadow. You know, that's right. pretty much you're pretty much you're lying to yourself and you're lying right. to the world. And that was I what my that. sponsor had to tell me. Mm -hmm. And as hurtful as that was, is 
I man, my my pride, my pride rose up in me, man, six times. Like it was like, how dare you? How dare you tell me that that I'm lying to the world and you don't understand all the hard work I've done and all this stuff? And he's like, yeah, but you don't have the receipts, mm. the work you've done. You you are a hard worker, and everyone can see that. But the problem is, is that your wife cannot go back in the portfolio and go back to a time where she was like, I remember on January the 30th, mm-hmm. at this time, come on now. I seen Dorian cry, or I seen him be vulnerable. And this version of that, like this version of Dorian today. It's still she's still learning it. She's still get, getting used to the fact that Dorian knows how to talk in a in a softer tone when it's needed. That Dorian doesn't need to be so over the top with his kid. That she's still learning that. She'll still come to me about some things and she's mm-hmm. talking to me and she's kind of timid about it. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't don't be don't be timid with me. You 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 have. What is your question? What? How do you right. feel? And let's sit mm-hmm. down and talk about that. But it all starts, like you were saying, from the beginning of having the mindset of you want you want to change, and it's going to start with you being honest with yourself and being okay with saying, "I don't know how those feelings feel. I never, right. I never had the space to feel those feelings, so that now someone can help you." And help mm-hmm. you navigate and break those those cycles of just suppressing feelings, or just being angry and you know flipping out about everything. Beautiful, I'm 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 thankful, man. You're you're definitely on it, man. And I appreciate you coming on the show again, sharing good knowledge, sharing your experiences, being vulnerable, um, on your way to greatness, and and we appreciate you, man. Um, yes, sir. I appreciate you too, champ. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. And and so, um, as always, like I say, I, I'm here Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 o'clock. Um, feel free to come on. And and, and if there's someone here, um, you know, you can feel free to chime in and we can do popcorn and, and, and you can learn more. Um, or you can just sit back and listen. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, so, but, but again, thank you so much. Um, we're going to close out the show. And as I can say, always, is there anything else you want to share? No, sir. That is it, man. I just thank you for thank you for creating this podcast and again, creating a safe space uh, for others. Um, I know your journey, your journey has been, you know, has been challenging like all of us. But your story is still is still valid and important, regardless of how deep someone else's story is. You know, all of us play a role in uh and seeing each other grow and so um i appreciate you for allowing us to be able to come on here and to uh to be real and just talk be raw and talk about the things that we struggle with and um you come with us you come to us and allow us to have that with open arms and um not looking to judge but to challenge us and you know men and women to see whether patterns of you know the 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 lack of knowledge and just the lack of understanding of their emotions. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, man. And, and again, I appreciate that. That is just <laughs> perhaps for you, man. We just applaud you. Appreciate that. 
So here we go. We get ready to close it out. Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast that is redefining the conversation around what it means to be close. In a world where conversations often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be connected. And, oh my gosh, this is my jam, my part right here. Um, it just isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacy's cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we dive deep. We peel back layers of myths and truth, engaging with experts, sharing real-life stories, and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about closeness and relationships. So whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connections, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of human bonds, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. as we unravel the secrets of truly meaningful connections, Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, where every episode is one step closer to you, to you, to you, to you, understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. I am your host, Chad Frank, and we are out. Ow! Thanks, Dory. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Yes, sir.